and we do have our get up and go this morning we're talking about hair all right and it's also our spiritual thursdays so our guests will also share with us their own uh, spiritual uh, journey with us this morning we've got ayanda madlebe an award-winning hair expert and co-founder of studio 35 the beauty shop ayanda very good morning to you Hi, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for joining us. Before we get started and talking about what seems to be an illustrious career, let's talk about your get up and go. What gets you up and going every morning? Uh, what gets me up and going is the Lord himself, my creator. Mm. Um, the first thing I need to communicate with him, see how my day will go, and then it starts from there. And... I'm a father of two as well, so uh, after I've done all of that, and then I'll get them to pray with me, and then we then prep for school, and mm. then I have to drop off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, are you teaching them the Lord's off. Prayer, or what, what are they saying in their prayers when they pray in the morning? Look, for me, we go through a devotional together, mm-hmm. and then we get to pray through it. Mm. So, But most importantly, is for us to pray scripture, because <laughs> you can't pray, I mean, if you do that. Mm. So yes. Yes, yes. That's very beautiful. And I think more dads yeah. can learn a lot from you. And you've been in the hair industry for about 15 years. Talk to us about how your journey started. Uh, I grew up in a place called Pochettin. Mm. So it is in uh, the rural areas of uh, KZN. So that is like in the South Coast. So I grew up, I was just cutting my friend's hair in the yard and all of that. But I wasn't really like a professional to get it. So, yeah. so for me, it was more like, I'm sure I can make an extra buck out of this. So my friends used to pay me like five rands in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they would come in the morning, some of them during the day. But, you know, I, I, but there was no passion then. And I didn't know really what I was doing. But this one time, my aunt was making a, a way to, I was assuming it was work. And then I said, where are you off to? And then she, because it was a bit late in the day. And then she was like, no, we've got a function, so I'm actually going to the salon. Mm. So as I was speaking to her, I said to her, just tell them that I can cut. Yeah. I didn't really know how to cut. <laughs> I, but I just tell them I can cut. So, you know, yeah. So, and then she comes back later in the day. She said, they said, uh, you must um, come on Saturday. Mm. And then I was still in the trick, you know, so... And in like around those times, we wouldn't really have much to do because we would put in extra hours during the week for us to study for our exams and stuff like that. So it, it never really sunk in. So I was like, what is this girl talking about? Like, that was my aunt. And then uh, Friday went by, and then Saturday, and then I started telling my mom about it. And then she was like, then why are you here? Because mm. I remember we were busy, like, washing clothes in, like, you know, Kovascom, you know, Komahai. So that's how things are done, basically. So we were washing. And then I was, my mom was like, then what are you doing here? And then she got, she got me to get ready. And then I went, I got ready. As I walked into the salon, this guy looks at me and then he says, you can sit over there. And then he hands me a client. I was sitting out of my boots. Because <laughs> so you hit the ground running. I was, I had never cut anybody professionally. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. But this guy was very kind about it. He asked me, are you new? I'm like, yes, I'm very new, you know? Mm, mm. And that was literally my first day. And then he was very kind about it. He housed me, you know, he says, no, hold the mission like this, hold the kettle like this. And then, yeah, 
but I was really sweating. I was mm. very uncomfortable. Mm. And then I took him to the pet wash bay. I washed his hair and then I had to get rid of him, you know. And then I called the boss of I said, can I do towels for now? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll do the towels and then I'll sweep and then we'll take it from there. And then he started, uh, you know, trying me out. He would ask me like random questions. What does it, what does the conditioner do? Yeah. So I got a bit curious, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. This one time he was asking me about a conditioner, what does it do? And then I said, it softens it. And it was a really good guess, trust me, because that's what conditioner does it's in its particles. That is like one of the primary things that it does. And then he took me to start like washing people, like shampooing at the, at the back, at the back bay, actually. Mm-hmm. And then I can say the rest is history. So when it comes to studying and all of that, it's things that I did at a later stage. I only became a qualified hairdresser in 2009. And then I was um, also, I became a qualified Mizani salon expert last year. And then, but this was like, like a year or year and a half into having started the beauty shop Studio 353. Right. But um, basically, um, We've been now running for three years, my wife and myself. So the Studio 353 is just getting better and bigger. So and let me guess, yeah. now you can cut hair comfortably. Well, <laughs> <laughs> look, I've been trained in New York by, by L'Oreal. So now you can cut, which as in Wazala. Catch your hair. I go in there. What a great story. And let's talk Mm. about the importance of education because, I mean, people assume that, you know, if you can plate, if you can cut, and then, you know, you can go and work at salons. And most times when we go and do our hair, we don't ask the hairdressers, what qualifications do you have? What training do you have? How important is it that even though you are talented uh, with a skill of, of, you know, uh, doing hair, that you should upskill yourself with training and qualifications? Look, for me, you should look at it, at, it at, at very important things like, imagine if you were to get into a plane mm. and this pilot did not know what he was doing. Mm. Mm. So for me, I think it becomes a life crisis in that manner because it, especially for women, it is their crown. Do you get what I'm saying? So if you are then equipped in that area, you are able to advise better, able to uh, equip clients also in knowing about their own hair. Because let's be honest, who deals with this hair on the, on the, on a daily basis? Mm. It is you as a client, can you? Am I correct? It's true. It is very, so very true. true. Right. So for me, I'm more not just getting education for myself, but it is for me to educate my clients. And honestly, that was that is what really sets us apart, because clients get educated as they're getting their hair done. Well, look for me, it goes beyond just consultation. Mm. I need to get you to understand the science of hair. I need to get to understand how my products smell, so that when you go to the next uh, to the next guy, you will tell the difference. Mm. Mm. You will definitely tell the difference. So, upskilling in this area is very important. You really need to understand the science of hair. You really need to You need to have product knowledge. You need to know the do's and don'ts. Especially because I know that uh, once in every woman or man's lifetime, you get, uh, you know, to experience those hairstylists who actually don't know much and they cause grievous damage to your hair. I mean, I've got soft textured hair and yes. I've, I've had, you know, somebody put a very harsh relaxer on my hair. Next thing, you know, all mm. my hair fell off. 
God. Because that's the only thing they use in the salon, you know, size, yeah. one size fits all. And yeah. I mean, it, it takes me back to those days, you know, guys, where we used to go to those salons where you wash, you know, in the basins, you know, with a um, yeah. with a, a, a dish outside, you know, and and, and, mm. and you, upside down, upside down. <laughs> and it's very very manual, you know. You use um, I don't know what they call it, the thing that where you just pour water into a, a container and you pour it over your head and relaxer is, mm. is 20 rand and yes. uh, SQL yeah. is like 40 rand <laughs> and then I'm getting shivers on my spine and, and you know that, and, and when you say yeah 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 yes remember those days and then you walk and you've got scabs you know afterwards you know and have your scalp you know he's gone look look, i'll be honest with you even for me also i had to learn the hard way yes i remember when like i think i was like a year and a half into it or no no i think it was just a few months and i just started and i remember coming back on a Saturday and you're not in a busy salon on a Saturday when you get home you don't want to do anything mm. and then my cousin kept on pushing she said please relax my hair and mm. she had brought a, bought a relaxer mm. and look I had just started shampooing people's hair mm. I didn't know much about hair and then she asked me to because it's good that I share this so that people don't think that I under woke up a professional no that's mm. not the case mm. you know and then she forced me and then she bought this particular relaxer that I can't mention on air and then you know I relaxed the hair and then she got irritated mm. um, and mm. then we had to rinse this hair quickly and then she was, I was like how do you feel she said it's better but she had a few scabs yeah. but guess what I didn't shampoo that hair I just rinsed off the relaxer because for me I thought I was relieving releasing us off the pain but forgetting that you need to shampoo, you need to do that. You know, but all she had bought was relaxer. Mm, mm, no neutralizer, mm. no conditioner, nothing. And trust you, me, she had to go into the clinic because I did not know what I was doing at the time. You. And this is like, you know, 15 years back. Mm. So I grew up in that era where you things would literally really, really go wrong. Yeah. But guess what? I had to learn the hard way. Thank God that it had to be my 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 cousin and not my a, a client. Do you mm, get it? Sure. But that's why I was like, ah, boy, you need to go to school. <laughs> you know, you need to learn more about this. So, well, I guess we've grew, grew from even the mistakes. Well, I'm glad that you you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. I'm very <laughs> I'm very clued up about it. I know very well. Today we're talking about skills development in our topic of the day on the show and we're talking about the importance of uh, skills development from a young age. In fact, <coughs> excuse yes. me, we're asking the question, should skills be taught at school? What do you think? Should skills be taught at school? Yeah. Um, look, for me, a skill can be taught anyway, but it is good to also have accreditation after that. So that you've got something to show for it. So, I mean, first of all, I was accredited at first by services CETA before mm. L'Oreal could take me further into being a salon expert. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But was I not equipped when I was accredited by CETA? I was equipped because I had got, gotten a, a good background training. Do you mm. understand? So mm. a, a skill is a skill is a skill, but at the end of the day, even me now, I teach people skills in my salon 
Because you see, for me, my own definition of leadership and success is when you are, when you are so good at what you do, you equip others, even if it means for free. Yeah. Right? You equip others, and then they do exactly what you do, if not better. So that you know that when you leave, even the industry that you're in, you know that you have left dangerous people behind. And then you now get, need to get them to get, get accreditation, meaning certification for what you have taught them. Mm. So it, it doesn't have to be really um, a desk, but a desk is even better because they also teach you ethics. Yeah, very, very true. How to treat clients, how not to steal from people, how to work with staff, you know, like your, your fellow colleagues. Do you get yeah. it? So it goes, for school, it goes a very long way. But skills development is good. Don't get me wrong. All right, we're going to take a short break, Ayanda, and when we come back, we're going to continue with our discussion. The Constitutional Review Committee established by National Parliament will conduct public hearings on the Northwest Province to review Section 25 of the Constitution to allow expropriation of land without compensation. The hearings will be held as follows. 17 July, Tahun Community Hall, Hospital Road. 18 July, Mafikeng Civic Center. 19 July, Rustenburg Civic Center. All hearings start at 11. 3 to 5, Sound Awake on SAFM. 13 before 5 o'clock, my guest this morning in our Get Up and Go is Ayanda Matlebe, award-winning hair expert and co-founder of Studio 353, The Beauty Shop. Ayanda, let's talk about uh, the industry in terms of what motivates you to keep wanting to go a step further and doing better in this industry that you've chosen for yourself. Yeah, uh, for me, it is a lack of education that is out there. People are not yet skilled. I'll be in particular in the ethnic market. Um, they still need uh, they still need more uh, equipping, and more so for me, it is what keeps me really going is people wanting to learn from what they have seen me do. Mm. So it's a case of okay, I can offer this, but what can I do better? You know, so because um, I'm I'm capable of training, um, I'm a qualified assessor as well, uh, accredited by Services Seat as well, and um, yeah, there's still quite a, quite a bit that I'm, I've got to offer. So that's what keeps me going to say I'm sure I can give people more, in especially hairdressers, even from other salons. So not just for hairdressers in my salon only, I'm able also to equip hairdressers from other salons to say this is how you can do it better. Now, to a young person listening to you and saying, you know, Ayanda, you found your calling, you found, uh, you know, what speaks to you, you know, in your life, and I'm yet to get there. I'm still discovering myself, and I'm feeling quite discouraged at the moment. How do you encourage such a person? Look, for me, you see, especially if it's God-driven, you you can't go wrong. Because, look, I'll tell you, the enemy will try and make suggestions mm. to get it, mm. to say, no, you're not good enough. No, and then he will show you his CV of the people that he has derailed. But if, you are, if you've got also a CV about your God, that is not a son of man that he would lie, no son of man that he would repent, you know? Has a spoken, will he not make it good? So if, it is, is, if that person is God-driven also, it is for me to say to you, never give up, don't look back, because our God is able. Mm, Our mm. God is able. And for me, it is to say, you know, if you had a verge of breakdown or you want to say you want to give up, I'm saying God has not yet said no. 
or he has not yet said it's over. So keep pushing. Go back to, to the drawing board and say, what can I do better? Seek advice, you know? Yeah. Plan better. Planning and seeking advice is very important. It is very Because there, there are people in, in the industry that they can offer that kind of advice. Mm. There's people, and it's a lot of them. Is there an inspirational quote or message you can share with our listeners? Uh, I, for me, it's more of a Bible verse. Yeah, go ahead. I would, so, yeah. So I, was, I, I, I would be looking at Genesis 1.26 when God said, Let us make men in our image and our likeness. And, you know, when he says our, he'll be talking about himself, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So meaning myself, I am the end is Kang is that we are of God. We are like him. So we've got um, that aspect in our speaking that can create the things we say we can have. Because if you back up in verse 3 there, it says, and God said, let there be light. So you've got a right and an ability to say, let there be. Mm. In your future, you can speak things into your future. So for me, it is that let us create men in our image after our likeness. So I am of God. I am created like him. That is my one. And how do our listeners connect with you? Okay, we are on social media. Uh, uh, this is, first one is Instagram at Studio 353 here at Studio 353 Hair, and then uh, Twitter is at Studio 353 Beauty, at Studio 353 Beauty, and then Facebook it's Studio 353. And then my personal one is Ayanda Madlebe on Facebook. And then you, we also have our landline is 011-025-9260. We are based on 353 Rivona Boulevard in Rivonia. I think I must come to your salon and I want you to do my hair. You. <laughs> you. Now that I... <laughs> I'm honored. Now that I know I'm you, honored. I'm going to come and ask for you specifically I'm, and say, Ayanda, we spoke on the radio. Now I want to see this thing practically because, you know, my yes, hair needs some doing. You know. <laughs> got something to offer. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking of experimenting with color. So I was looking at the services that you offer on your website and I see that, you know, you do, uh, you know, a coloring specialist there. So who knows, maybe I can walk out with something orange or green. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm I'm really glad to play with color. I'm happy. You know what? It's been an absolute pleasure. And your your website, just before we let you go, it's studio353.co.za. If you would like to see what it is that they offer, you can go to the website. We've been honored and they are very extensive in terms of the services that they offer. Thank you so much, Ayanda, for being with us and being our get up and go of the day.